Hello, this is Cody Sturgill, the pastor at Chilhowee Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily broadcast ministry of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. It's so important we put God's Word into our hearts and our lives, and we pray that this message from God's Word will be a blessing and help to you. Make your steps in the way to the to, to a harlot's house. But God is orchestrating and He's moving in the lives of these men. We understand from this passage there's only one person or perhaps group group of people in all of Jericho who are truly believing in Jehovah God, and it is Rahab. And God orchestrates the steps of the two spies sent by Joshua that they would come directly in contact with Rahab the harlot. They come to Rahab's house and God has been working in Rahab's heart, yet Rahab is a sinner. She was the harlot. The Bible says in verse number 2, It was told the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, there came men in hither tonight of the children of Israel to search out the country. And the king of Jericho sent unto Rahab. What kind of reputation do you think Rahab had? Two men from Israel had been spotted in Jericho. And the king sends his men to Rahab. What would you do with them? Well, that's, some kind of recommend, that's some kind of reputation, isn't it? And she's rotten. She was rotten. In all reality, Rahab, because of the wickedness of the people of Jericho, Rahab had sold her soul to the worship of Ashtaroth. Rahab had sold her soul to the deviant behavior of the people and the pagan worship of that day. And they understood something. The people said, Rahab, she's a harlot. Over and over again, I asked this morning, we're going to talk about Rahab, the, and everybody knew that was her reputation. And when two strange guys had come to town, the king said, Well, I know where they probably are. They're probably at Rahab's house. But the king didn't know what God had been doing in Rahab's heart. The Bible says in verse number 3, The king of Jericho sent unto Rahab, saying, Bring forth the men that are come to thee, which are entered into thine house, for they be come to search out all the country. And the woman took the two men and hid them, and said thus, there came men unto me, but I wist not whence they were. Now, this is an interesting thing. God, in the book of James, praises, and the book of Hebrew, Hebrews, praises Rahab for hiding the spies. But we do not find anywhere in the New Testament that God praises Rahab for telling a lie. And uh, I would, you, can't, you can't take this passage of Scripture and justify telling little white lies. I don't care how hard you try. We are not to bear false witness. And uh, I don't know exactly how to explain this. You know, she's a new Christian. She's just beginning to believe, and she's slipping back into her old habits. Uh, this was war. I don't know if there's a different set of uh, rules for that kind of situation. At any rate, don't you ever tell me that you can lie because you saw what Rahab the harlot did. Uh, she did some other things you shouldn't identify with either. But she hid the men in faith, and God praised her for it. Here's something else. I'm encouraged that God loves me, even though I have some things along the way that displease Him. 
Now, that doesn't mean I should live in sin and be okay with it or excuse away my sin. But in spite of my weakness, God loves me. In spite of my shortcomings, God cares for me, and he's full of mercy and grace. Isn't that wonderful? So Rahab, she was a sinner, and she lies to these men, and she hides God's spies. The Bible says in verse number 5, it came to pass about the time she's telling her story now. It came to pass about the time of shutting of the gate, when it was dark, that the men went out. Whither the men went, I wot not. Pursue after them quickly, for ye shall overtake them. Uh, they believed her story. The Bible says, when she had brought them up to the roof of the house and hid them with the stalks of flax, which she had laid in order upon the roof, and the men pursued after them the way to the Jordan under the fords, and as soon as they which pursued after them were gone out, they shut the gate. So she tells the story, they're gone. Go catch them. See if you can catch them. But I want to bring this point out that Rahab was a sinner. Rahab was a sinner, and God was working in her heart. God was working in her life. And it's a wonderful thing to know that God works through wretched old sinners like us, saved by grace through faith. I'm no longer uh, condemned. I'm no longer condemned. I have the free gift of salvation, But God and God works through sinners. I'm so thankful. Rahab, the sinner. Number two, Rahab, the saved. Now look what happens. We move, the setting moves. It appears to me that Rahab's at the door sending the spies away. She's sent, uh, the two, sending the, the Canaanite men away. She's put the spies up in the roof, and now she goes up there. The Bible says that before they were laid down, it's getting evening, it's time to go to bed, she came up unto them upon the roof. And she said unto the men, I know that the Lord hath given you the land, and that your terror is fallen upon us, and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. What is she saying? Now, this is the thing that Joshua didn't know, but when the spies return back home, they're going to tell him all about it. What's Rahab doing? What's going on in Jericho? They hadn't sent, uh, they hadn't sent up news from across the Jordan that they're going to conquer Jericho, but the people in Jericho are beginning to see that God and hear that God and God's people are getting ready to cross the Jordan and take the promised land. And the Bible says that everybody knows the truth. Everybody knows that, that the God of Israel is very powerful. Everybody knows that the God of Israel is, uh, has given the land of Jericho and the promised land to the people of Israel. I know that the Lord hath given you the land and that your terror is fallen upon us, and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. Everybody knew what was going on. But you know what's sad to me? Everybody knew that God was real. Everybody knew that God was on the throne. Everybody knew that God was, was working and that judgment was going to fall. Everybody knew it. The Bible says in verse number 10, For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea. Everybody knew what God had done. When you came out of Egypt, when you did what you did unto the kings of, of the Amorites, uh, Sihon and Og, how you utterly destroyed them. Verse number 11, as soon as we had heard these things, our heart did melt. 
Neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. Everybody knew that there was something significant to Jehovah God. But only Rahab and her house submitted themselves to that God. Only Rahab was willing to confess that your God is the God, and I'm going to put my trust in him. Isn't that sad? Isn't that sad? We know that if we obey God, that he blesses us. We know that if we put our trust in God, he is faithful. We know that there's something to Jehovah God. There's something real about knowing and serving Jesus. But how often do we turn our back on him? You see, the world, the world rejects Christ. I mean, they know that God makes a difference to people, but they reject him. But I want to get down to the Sunday night crowd at Chihuahua Baptist Church. You know that God has changed your life. You know that you've been saved by grace through faith, yet God convicts you of sin. And you continue headlong in your sin. And you won't confess. You won't repent. You won't turn to God. It's sad. We know there's something real, but we live in rebellion. I want to encourage you as a child of God, if God is convicting you of your sin, do not continue in it. Turn from it. Rahab, God blessed Rahab in such a mighty way because Rahab, not only did she know of God, believe in God, but she confessed her dependence on God. Rahab was saved. And Rahab was obedient to the Lord. Rahab the saved. The Bible says in verse number 11, as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts didn't melt, neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. Rahab the saved. Number three, Rahab the soul winner. When Rahab had these spies in her home, and she felt like at this moment she had an opportunity, and she had the privilege of knowing that she was going to be able to rest in the Lord no matter what Israel did to Jericho. She knew that she was safe and saved. What gave her the greatest concern? I mean immediately when she got saved, she got concerned about other people. Here's what she was concerned about. The Bible says, verse 12, Now, therefore, I pray you, swear unto me by the Lord... Since I have showed you kindness, that ye will also show kindness unto my father's house. And give me a true token, and that ye will save alive my father, and my mother, and my brethren, and my sisters, and all that they have, and deliver our lives from death. And the men answered her, Our life for yours, if ye utter not this our business. And it shall be, when the Lord hath given us the land, that we will deal kindly and truly with thee. Then she let them down by a cord through the window, for her house was upon the town wall, and she dwelt upon the wall. What burdened her? I'll tell you what burdened her. Her family. She's like, I know God. I'm trusting God. And she speaks to God's representatives, these two spies. She says, now look, I want to know what I can do for my family. 
And I wonder if we have the same burden of Rahab. Maybe you've had it, but you forget it. Maybe you, you have it, but it's faded away. May God give us a burden for our family. How many of you are like me and you know people in your family that need the Lord? How many of you know that you need to faithfully pray for them? May the story of Rahab remind us again that those of us who put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ have an opportunity and a responsibility and the privilege of pointing our family to the Lord. And may we be faithful lights and representatives of King Jesus before our families. Rahab, she got hold of God. And the first thing she was concerned about was her family. Rahab, the soul winner. The Bible says in verse 16, She said unto them, Get you to the mountain, lest the pursuers meet you. And hide yourselves there three days until the pursuers be returned. And afterward may ye go your way. And the men said unto her, We will be blameless of this thine oath, which thou hast made us swear. Rahab, the soul winner. God worked in Rahab's life, and she was burdened for other people. Isn't it easy? Isn't it easy to get to the place where our greatest concern is us, me, myself, and I? May God help us to have a burden for others. You learn to serve other people, and your great burdens seem to fade away. When you learn to serve others, Rahab was concerned about her family. Finally, I want to tell you about this, Rahab and the scarlet thread. Look the Bible says in verse 18. The spies say to Rahab, Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window, which thou didst let us down by. And thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brethren and all thy father's household home unto thee. And it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of thy house into the street, his blood shall be upon his head, and we will be guiltless. And whosoever shall be with thee in the house, his blood shall be on our head, if any hand be upon him. Now, the men say, here's your token. Here's your token. Now, we can't put our trust in a scarlet thread. But the scarlet thread was a token it was a representative of the salvation that was to come. The scarlet thread, it is significant that it's scarlet, red like blood. And it's a token and a picture of the redemption that we all have. We trust this message from God's Word has been a help to you. We're studying through the people of the Bible. And I want to let you know of a resource we have available at Chilhowee Baptist Church. It is a sermon series on the people of the Bible. Volume 1, the first 13 sermons of this series are available in full length. You can get those by reaching out to us at chillhowiebaptist.com.